This is Jamie Howison with a quick tour through the church year or the Christian calendar. First of all, it isn't as if the first thing the apostles set about doing was to establish a set of seasons and feast days. For while the church year as we know it does have fairly ancient roots, it took some time to develop into its current form. The celebration of the birth of Jesus, for instance, was several centuries in the making, and even at that it took several more to land on December 25th as a more or less universal date for that festival. Even at that, there are significant differences between the calendar of the Eastern Orthodox Church and that of the Latin or Western Church, of which we are a part. Further, there can be differences right within denominations in the Anglican Church of Canada, Some parishes continue to follow the calendar set out in the Book of Common Prayer of 1962, which contains some differences from the calendar set out in the 1985 Book of Alternative Services. There's also an international and ecumenical movement to set aside September 1st through October 4th as a new season, the season of creation, or maybe a kind of a sub-season within that period, otherwise known as ordinary time. The 2019 General Synod of the Anglican Church of Canada passed a resolution adopting the season of creation within the church as a time of prayer, education, action, and encouraging dioceses and parishes to participate. So, at risk of oversimplifying things, let me offer a bit of a whirlwind overview of how things on the whole currently stand. Church year begins in Advent, accounts four Sundays before Christmas, so depending on which day of the week Christmas Day lands, Advent can be a little shorter or a little longer. It's a season of preparation. The color, conventionally at least now in the Anglican Church, is blue. It's meant to be a a season to slow us down, but also to be attentive, watchful, and open to Christ's second Advent, to his return, and in doing that, to make way toward our celebrations of Christmas. Now, Christmas is not just the 25th. The 12 days of Christmas aren't the 12 days leading up to Christmas, but rather the season of Christmastide. It runs through to January 5th after the sun goes down. It it is meant to be a festal season, but it's also a season in which historically the the Feast of St. Stephen falls on December 26th. That's a the story of the first Christian martyr, the story of the holy innocents killed by Herod, falls two days later. So even in the festal season, there is a kind of a realism that says, yes, the coming of this Christ into the world is a beautiful and celebratory thing, and yet not without its cost. You are listening to a podcast from St. Benedict's Table, coming to you from Winnipeg in the middle of Canada. People at our Anglican Church made it. Our website is www.stbenedictstable.ca. We're on Facebook too, but that's a long address, so go to the website first and you can get to Facebook that way. Epiphany Tide is next. Epiphany is January 6th and runs through till February 2nd, the Feast of the Presentation, the story of the young couple bringing Jesus to the temple where he's greeted by Simeon. The beginning of the season, the Feast of Epiphany, remembers the story of the visit of the Magi 
The themes of Epiphany Tide are the coming of light, of revelation, of recognition of what God is about to do in the world through this child. There's then a, a brief swing into ordinary time, which lasts until Lent begins on Ash Wednesday. Now, Ash Wednesday can be as early as February 4th or as late as March 6th, so that brief swing into ordinary time can be just a day or a month and a bit. When Lent begins, we're launched into the 40 days leading up to Easter, but that's 40 days not counting the Sundays. Sundays have always been regarded as feast days or, or little Easters, so the penitential nature of Lent is actually tempered by having those Sundays punctuating it with a little light all the way along. At the end of Lent comes Holy Week. It's really part of Lent, but it's distinct in its very intentional walk toward the cross and resurrection. Holy Week is launched really as Palm Sunday closes. And then within Holy Week, there is something called the Triduum, or the Three Days, which is the period of three days that begins with the liturgy on the evening of Maundy Thursday, reaches a kind of high point on Easter Eve at the vigil, and then closes on the evening of Easter Sunday. And then we're launched into Eastertide, 50 days. Eastertide runs from Easter Day till the Feast of Pentecost. It's notable that the 50 days of Eastertide are longer than the 40 days of Lent. It's a kind of a message that says, yes, there is penitence, but there is a good deal more rejoicing. And with the Feast of Pentecost, we're then launched back into ordinary time. The long season for the remainder of the year till Advent arrives again. That long season is colored green, a sign of life and growth. It's a, it is a sort of a long-haul season, can be months and months and months and months, but it's also a rich season because it reminds us that, after all, we do live this faith in the ordinary, in the day-to-day.